The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. And welcome back to another season of Eat Sleep List. Your home for making lists right here on the network at bicbp-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, your uh, your host, your humble host. Excited to be back with you today. It was a uh, it was a long off season, long off season, but we are back and we are excited for another sixteen episode stretch. Of just making lists with good people. Today, I am. Uh, I'm excited. I actually like. It's it's so weird. Like I, I'm not a very big just going out in public thing. I'd rather do like stuff online. And I happen to bump into this uh, this this awesome gentleman uh, going to pay a, a bill. All right, about probably three four months ago, something like that. And uh, he recognized me, and I'm like, oh, uh oh, where's he recognizing from? I hope it's not a bad thing. Um, you recognized me a little bit from my pro wrestling days, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes, and we hit it off. We got to talking. I got in contact with him. He showed me, you know, some of the just amazing art that he does. And uh, yeah, we, we've hit it off ever since then. And we we just been talking. Really excited to have this guy on. Everybody, please welcome to the show, Vaquan Bullard. Vaquan, I got that right, right? Yes, sir. Yes, Nailed sir. it. Yes, I always get nervous. Welcome to the show, my man. How are you? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me on today. Oh, dude, thanks for coming up. I am. I'm elated. I always like to get to talk to new people um, on this show. There's sometimes we get a lot of cancellations, and uh, mm-hmm. so I have to. Go, you know, not that it's a bad thing that people want to keep coming back and coming back and coming back, but I always get excited to talk to new people um, on the show and get to get to, I guess, learn about them a little bit yes. through through list making. Um, so. Uh, you are a first time guest. I am. We are going to jump right into this this uh, this thing. We have a fun top ten list for 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 you all to listen to to consume. But um, Vaquan is a first time guest, so he has to tell us uh, just five cool facts about himself. You know what? Uh, you know five cool things yeah, about you that you you know if you're meeting somebody for the first time, you'd want them to to know about you. Um, well, I will tell you. This is actually I can make this a fair, uh one of the facts. This is actually the first interview I've ever done in like besides talking to myself on a regular because <laughs> all week I'm just like okay if you ask me this what am I gonna say am I gonna do this am I gonna do that? Um, but this is actually the first interview for anything I've ever sat down for. Like as a kid I would walk around with trophies and sit them at a table and be like act like I was a wrestler like yeah you know we're gonna be in Buffalo tonight and then. But no, nah, this is the first interview I've ever had, so no thank kidding. you for that. Oh, dude, my pleasure. That's awesome. I mean, that's another thing. I didn't have, like, friends or, like, my, my brother is, like, eight years younger than mm-hmm. me, so I had to do a lot of, like, stuff like that, yeah. you know, growing up to, to, to pass the time. And, uh, no, this is – I'm glad I'm the, I get to be the first one. Really oh, glad. Thank you. I mean, I'm saying thank you. <laughs> but, but, um, another fact – well, the biggest fact is I've been running um, a design page called Fave Sports Talk Designs since about April 2017, I want to say. Um, so I'm getting close to that five-year anniversary now. Um, it once started as what was going to be a blog page. Um, I was going to be writing articles and stuff like that. Um, and then I soon realized that with every article, you need a picture. 
Um, so you would see, I think at the time, there was talk about LeBron going to uh, the Lakers. So I would try to, you know, make pictures like that. And then that just started a, a widespread of me just making designs and making designs. And then ever since then, it's been, instead of it just me being, you know, making the designs, it's me enjoying memories through those designs. Right. Me relieve, reliving times um, with those pictures. So I've been doing that for close to five years. And I will say... It's one of the first things I've ever felt that I was really good at. I played sports. I can't even really say I played. I got a uniform, but I don't know about playing. Um, but I've done that. Um, I would say another fact, I'm a big nostalgia guy. Like a lot of people might talk about, not that I don't like the current times, but if I can sit down and talk to somebody about 2005 or 2006, oh. Yes, sir. 2021, 2022, I should say now, doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a big nostalgia guy. I'll talk about nostalgia all day long. Very, very relatable. You want to talk 2005 wrestling? I'm all for it. Uh, 2022 wrestling? Eh, I don't know if I could do that. Mm-mm. But but I completely understand. The good old days. Yes, back sir. back yes, in sir. my day, I'm one of those yes, guys sir. now. Yep. I had a guy say, um, one of the guys I was talking to the other day, he's like, yeah, man, do you watch any wrestling now? And I always tell people, Around the time of WrestleMania, I kind of know what's going on, yeah. but I can't tell you the last time I sat and watched wrestling. I watch it, I'm just like, what is this? Like <laughs> like I said, and I, and I give props because I know it's very different now. The social climate is different. You know, that's that goes for everything. Basketball, football, Correct. just the world in general. So the social climate is different. So things aren't going to be like what we think. But like I said, man... Um, I'm really big in nostalgia. Perfect. Uh, that's literally like when I get out of here and go home, I'm making some more designs and I'm going to have some, some old wrestling on or old movie on. Um, what am I down to number four now? That was number four, yeah. Um, So number five now, right? I think that's number – yeah, I'm pretty sure that's number five. Yep. Okay. Number five is um, I'm just a really chill person. Like I really realize, and this might sound very cocky, but I feel like in order for you to not like me as a person, it would really have to be something <laughs> serious. Like I'm a very, I'm, I'm really chill, you know. Like like I said, I don't bother people. I'm annoying, but I'm annoying in a good, in a good, like You're a relationship annoying. type of annoying where <laughs> you'd be like, "Dude, that's so funny." Shut up, you know, blah blah blah. But I'm a really chill guy. I, I noticed that. I think it was the last time I seen you at your previous job, and. uh I said something that was a little weird, and you're just like, pause. And I was uh, like, wait, yeah. what? And I'm like, wait, hold on. What did I say? But it was so casual. Like, normally people say pause, like, pause. <laughs> and you're just like, pause. <laughs> and I uh, I was like, listen, God, damn. <laughs> I I have a bad, I have like a bad fun habit of saying that. Like, Is that your favorite word? <laughs> to, it's one of those things. Yo, I said it so much in high school with my friends to now. It's like, I could literally be watching... Uh, I can be watching Blue's Clues, and they'll say something like, Blue, come on, come on, you got to keep coming. And I'll be like, what the, what the, this is, this is a child show. I'm coming for you. Yeah. Pause. It's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, what, what's the throw the flag? It's like, no, nah, you got to, like, and, and it's nothing, it's just a fun thing, you know. It's nothing, you know, um, offensive. It's just a fun thing, you know. Even when I watch players have interviews, I never forget, I heard an NBA interview years ago. He's like, defense stretched me out. Pause. So I was like, oh, okay. As long as I'm not the only one that does that. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm most positive that's that's five. I'm okay. most positive that's five. Well, I'll give you have a, a bonus one just in case. Uh, I will up. say, um, let me think. Oh, you know what's a funny thing? I used to love wrestling so much. And even as an adult, I always have this thought in my head that I'll do it. But then I think, like, dude, you're a grown-ass man. But then I realize there's guys who unbox stuff. As a child, I literally, which I'm sure we've all done, 
have had their own little federations with their own action figures and all that. Mine was RFEW, Rule Free Extreme Wrestling, yeah. which has been out of business for like 10 years, but I keep saying, oh, I got to bring it back. Okay. I got to bring it back. I'm living on, I'm, you know, I'm living by myself now. My girlfriend's there from time to time, but I'm like, okay, I can get away with doing another show because nobody will know that I'm here. Right. But if she calls me, then she messes up my music and I can't show her the background. Like, I'm talking about setting TVs up and setting the back of the gorilla. I'm talking about doing all that. Like, I was really into that stuff. I want you to hold that thought. I'm going to go grab something really quick, mm-hmm. okay? And I'm going to drop it in front of you. I'm going to make you feel... Okay, that... Pause. Uh, I'm going to make... <laughs> see, you see what's going on? on hold on. I'm going to make you feel at home, okay? Hang tight. <laughs> But yeah, Faith Sports Talk Designs. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Faith Sports Talk Designs, TikTok at Faith Sports Talk Designs. Oh man, <laughs> you know what's crazy, man? I literally—is this yo? This is Davari. Yeah, I got Divari. the same action. Fi- did this come with Muhammad Hassan? <laughs> yes, it did. Dude, he actually might still I be lo- on there. I lost my Muhammad Hassan years ago, and I to the, to this day I can't find it. I have this exam sec. I think I might have colored his beard because you know something? He is now, I kid you not, this is no lie, he is actually the general manager of RFEW. Is he? I kid you not. Ten years running? I took his head off. I took his head off and put it on the Theodore Long head, uh, body because the Theodore Long body got messed up. But I got his beard colored in. Yes, he's actually the general manager of RFEW. So this is a, it's funny because I've seen the pants, I've seen the arms. I was like, dude, I know this. <laughs> wow. Wow. I got all the wrestler toys. This is crazy. I'm what, have, this is one big just, just adult child playroom here. I think I got the same Batista. I think what I did on the Batista, I took him off the Jack's body and I put him on one of those, um, do you remember the deluxe aggression ones, the ones that used to move the arms around? Oh, yeah. I put them on one of those. I colored the boots in gray. I did that like a year ago, actually, because I was <laughs> watching I was watching something, and I was like, yo, Chris Masters. Yeah, my brother awesome found warrior. those. My brother found those in our my parents' attic. They were just hiding in a toy box. You know what this reminds me of? What's I that? I don't know if you remember. I don't know how big you were in YouTube. But this figure, it was Matt Hardy's. This is this video, YouTube video called Matt Hardy's Birthday or something. He used to have a big YouTube series back in the day um, for TNA. Some dude used to do like a Matt Hardy's Birthday, and this I believe this is the same figure I've seen that he had. He's fun to powerbomb. Yes, yes. Because you know something, I got a Scotty Two Hardy figure just like this. Yep. I got I got Hardy with the shirt with the. He's got the black shirt on when he came back um, for the Edge a few. Yeah. Um, I got I got a Crate Angle Deluxe now. I got his hair colored, um, but he's like I said, he's the best one to practice on. So when I would have them do training matches, I gotcha. he'd be the one. Meanwhile, it's Kurt Angle. It's like why is he being a jobber? <laughs> this is Kurt Angle. <laughs> this is dope. Here, let me. Yeah, I, I'll talk. I, I won't leave those on your table. No, no, you're good. You're good. Man. Okay, no, you're good, man. All right. So yeah, all the wrestling toys. So it's completely relatable. Um, yeah, mm. love the wrestling toys. I um so. A couple of years ago, because as a kid, not to stay on the wrestling. Thing, no, you good. As a kid, there was um, I used to always want those uh those scale rings. You know the ones that come like the real turnbuckles. I remember um a wooden. Remember when Boulevard Mall actually was a mall. That's oh, my it used to be my favorite. They mall. had the KB Toys was I think it was still called KB Toys at the time because I know they had a bunch of different names, but they had the fish the first WrestleMania one. It was like the blue apron. Okay. And I had a $50 bill at that time. And, of course, it was $50. And I didn't buy it 
Because I'm like, I don't know why I didn't buy it. But for years upon years, I kept regretting, like, why didn't I buy that wrestling ring a couple years ago? Because I would get these stun action rings with a mat that would be scratching. And I couldn't stand to know it, so I put a T-shirt on it. But um, I think this is called WrestlingSuperstore.com. I ended up buying an actual, like, skill ring in, like, 2015. Did you? It's actually a pretty nice ring. The thing is large. Okay. Pause. <laughs> it's a pretty massive ring though and the thing the only thing about it though was like as a kid i don't know how i would have managed it because the old rings you can just fold up but this one you gotta clip it here clip this one there and it's just so like as a kid when i was smaller i could literally sit my ring in between my legs and just play while i watch raw or smackdown yeah that ring i gotta put on the table it's too damn big it's too big sorry pause uh <laughs> but yeah it's like i would i bought that and it's, i was mad because i bought it in my adult years like every saturday no shame in that every every saturday as a kid like today would be one of those days cold outside i turn on a pay-per-view like i was just like most kids i was that obsessed with wrestling yeah turn on a pay-per-view have it playing all day and i'd just be sitting around my wrestlers not a care in the world now i can do that but then it's like okay what am i gonna eat <laughs> How much electricity am I using? <laughs> did I did I call my girlfriend and ask her like how you doing like stuff like that? Do we, do we hang out? Do you want to do you want to come over and play wrestling? Right, it, which is a very valid question. You know, it, it is. It one hundred percent is. No, I, I I completely get that, man. It's it's fun. You gotta you can't take yourself too seriously mm-hmm. as you get older. You still have to have. That's you know that 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 kid in you. Where yep. like I get excited to go to a, a resale like toy store, mm-hmm. Niagara Emporium. Eastern Hills Mall. You ever been there? Eastern Hill. Are you talking about the really big store? Is it like the store? Um, I think I do know what you said because I've been in there, but I always forget what the name it was called. They got those swords and stuff in there? Swords. They uh, Glass okay. shelves got, all over the place. It's got the, uh, the elevator that's closed where you look yes. up. At, yes. That's okay. It. That's it. Yep. yep. That's that exactly. Yep. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Because I was in there looking for a video game that no store has. Def Jam Fight for New York. Every time I go to these old stores, I look for a video game. That's a but tough yes, one to find. I know exactly what store you're talking about yeah. because they had – I actually ended up – I think I bought it from there too. I bought um, – yes, I did. I bought the Rock Says book. Okay. I, yeah, I, think I, I bought it from there. Stuff. Yeah, I bought that book from there. I don't know how I got lucky and found it, but yeah, I think I drove out there one day. I think I went to go eat or something, and I went there. And I was like, oh, I need – because I think they had the Foley book out there too. Um. But yeah, I know exactly what store you're talking. I love. About. I was just there last weekend. It's an awesome store. Store, excuse me. Um, but very good. There's a Vaquan in a nutshell. All right, cool ass dude. I'm super stoked to have him. What we're doing today? Uh, we are making a top ten list of of music, but not just music in general. What we're doing is just random. I guess random music that you listen to that kind of gets you the day. But maybe not necessarily stuff that everybody listens to. If right, that that's that's what I'm gathering. Yes, sir. Uh, this is stuff that I would not play in front of my wife. Uh, I would not put on in front of. Her. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's, I love her, but she's judgmental sometimes. I would not put it up. But if I'm alone in the car, or I'm just vibing at home, or here in the studio where nobody else is, I will put the stuff on and uh, and listen to it happily so uh what made you want to choose this uh this this topic i know you had a couple different ones but what, what was like okay, i, I need think this. because this because everybody has it i think everybody has those interests that we are either don't talk about or we don't bring up or we're kind of like not even ashamed but we're just more so embarrassed about it it's like it's like one of those you know imagine me as a guy or like 
for instance, with Betty White passing, right. imagine as a guy you love Golden Girls. You may not walk around saying, I mean, it's more cool to say it now, but I, there might have been a time where That's you might a be good like. good point. And I, yeah, I used to get weird looks about mm-hmm. that because it is one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh Depending on what day, what day you ask me, it's either a one, it's either between a one or a three. Yeah, but you're right. You know, it, it used to be like stigma against it, mm-hmm. but now you are right. It is, is a lot more open to kind of say mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. But but because now I feel like one, what I've realized is like okay, you know, and and I don't mean it in a sense of like um okay, I like it. What are you gonna do? But I mean just more so like hey, that's just what I like. It's better to be yourself than try to be something else. Right. You know, like if I wanna. You know, drive down the street listening to you know the rocks music. I mean, I'm gonna do it, rock man. Like, right. you know, it, it's better. It's better to live your truth than you know hide behind a lie. Anyways, 100. percent So 100. percent It just makes life more enjoyable when you can openly express the things that you love. I found that out. The older I've gotten, the more I figure that out. Yep. You know, I Christmas music. I work with people who don't like Christmas music. I'm gonna listen to Christmas music whenever I want, how listen. I want. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm there happy. I'm doing mm-hmm. my job. Everything's peachy, going good, and you know, it, it is. You know, there, there, there's something that they're mm-hmm. not. You know what I mean? They're not. They're not sharing yep. with the world. It's Listen. so important to be open. The day after Christmas, I kid you not, I started listening to the Big Time Rush Christmas album. It's pretty good songs. Man. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. When Nickelodeon was still kind of you know good in my middle school years, because <laughs> it reminded me of like Christmas. I think I really think I think that year I got. Modern Warfare 2, and this is going to sound stupid, but as a kid, I'm getting into the techie. I asked for HDMI cable because that's when HDTVs were a thing. Right. And when I listen to that song, it takes me back to that time because it was the good old days, you know? But it just, uh, like I said, living your truth and expressing what you like or it's dope. Because then, what can some you know? What can somebody say? You know, it's better for me to be like, "Nah, I prefer this," instead of like, "Oh no, I like this like everybody else." When you like, don't really do or something exactly, like that, right? It's exactly. better to stand out. I a hundred percent agree. Exactly. So, um, so there, there we go. We're gonna kick this thing off. Uh, let's. I don't, did we do this last season? Let's turn on our copyright free. Oh no, wait. We don't have to do that. We don't play music on our episodes anymore. We used to do background music, yeah. uh, but uh, it got too crazy. You ready to get this thing going? I am. Start a top 10 list? All right, my man. What is your number 10 favorite random song that you I like to listen to? I would say right now I'll put on my number 10 because it's a song I'm going to listen to a lot. Okay. It's weird. Yeah, That's play it, it up. I'm going to play mine. I'm going to play mine. I heard it in, let me see, I heard it working at the store, which thou shall remain nameless. <laughs> you want me to just start the beginning of the song or you want me to skip to the middle? Um, Whichever part, you. if you have a favorite part, whatever you want to do. Um, so this is a song. I don't know if you know that singer. Her name is Jewel. Yeah. She made a song called Intuition. It's the most, the, from what I've seen, it's the most random song out of her old catalog because she's more of a folk singer. But it's just got that vibe to it. And the year it came out, it's just got that vibe. So here's what it sounds like. Okay. It's, it's nice. And, it's, it's not bad, you know? I remember this when this came out. Yeah. It feels this, like the early 2000s. This might have been the song I thought could be the porn. You know what? <laughs> this might be because when I hear the little bass in the back, this sounds like something you see somebody like, you know, like if you take the lyrics off and this girl's just getting plowed. <laughs> so so maybe that might have been that one. I gotcha. Okay. That's a good one. I 
I love that. And there, yeah, there's no shame. I was just watching some roast comedy roast, and Jewel popped up, and I was like, man, yeah, because I, I saw something. Forgot about they her. were talking about her mouth or something. Because I thought she was. I think they were talking about her teeth. I think she was just missing a tooth, yeah. or something. I thought it was actually kind of fire, you know. <laughs> I was like, damn, okay, you know, you know, she's missing the tooth, but okay, you know, she can sing. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, man, Jewel's really big in the 90s and mm-hmm. early 2000s. And she just disappeared for the longest time. And another thing was like, I actually, I think I heard the song and then she just so happened to be on the Joe Rogan podcast like a month or so ago. So I was like, you know what, I might, because I will listen to his podcast. He he had this one guy on there. I guess he was um not big enough another podcast because this is the pod, this is the place to be. Um, <laughs> I love this, Rogan. He had though. this dude on there as a professional or whatever hitchhiker, and he was talking about it. And I was like, damn, really? Like talking about the first time he saw a porno, how he was like hypnotized and got obsessed with it. And I was just like, damn, it was the titties I guess she didn't, because that was the first thing I saw too. Hey, that'll do it. That will certainly do it. All right, I like that. What makes you like that song so much, though? Is it's it got that vibe? Is the beat? It's, it's the it's, beat. It's it's got that vibe, and then I feel like um, when you see the video, it was actually like at the end she's got like fireworks and all that going off. I was like, damn! And mind you, that time, that two thousand three ish era, Britney Spears had put out an album, which she'll she'll be coming up later on too, because I got something to her respect on too. Respect. Um, I don't know. It's just like that era. That was like not the golden era for me, but in a sense, I was kind of like you know. Damn, you know, you know, I used to watch a lot of uh, MTV. So what I would do is um, I would leave my TV on MTV at night. You wake up in the middle of the night as an eight-year-old kid wondering, like, oh, my God, what what is this? <laughs> and you see, like, Britney Spears on TV at 3 o'clock in the morning, or you see, like, those uh, those random church album commercials. Oh, on. my God. So that takes you back in time, and it was just like that music, that yeah. mu- something about that time period was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, this is really catchy, you know? I had the George Lopez show to wake up to. That was, that was uh, my, yeah. yeah. When I see when George Lopez came on, I knew it was like, okay, dude, you no, you gotta go to sleep. When now. George Lopez <laughs> came on, it was like, wow. But when the nanny came on, it was like, yeah. all right, it's time for it, like you got to get up and go to school. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Very good. I like how we kick this. What I like how we kick this thing off. Um, I, I've, I I told you before. All right, so none of my songs are stuff that you're gonna ever hear on the radio. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's kind of my that's that's my thing. I am I I love music. I worship music. I, I worship the you know the memories it brings. I, I have so many memories that are affiliated with and associated with music mm-hmm. that when you know during certain things like uh, um you know whatever you're. Like in my in where I work at, mm-hmm. I work at a factory job, and you got to move sometimes. You got to know when to kick in the high gear and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, you, you you flip on a song that that relates to that, mm-hmm. or you know, a song that mellows you out. Yep. You, you pick a song that relates to that, um, or even sometimes, and and like I, I have no shame in saying this as a grown man, it's okay to cry and stuff. Yep. Sometimes you got to put on a song that takes you to that 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 place a little Listen, bit. Just let it out. The day we made it. 2017, when we finally the Bills clinched for the playoffs. I listened to Purple Rain, oh. and it brought tears to my eyes because, like, wow, when he goes, oh, oh, yeah, it brought tears to my eyes because, like, wow, we finally made it to the playoffs. There's a couple know? songs I hear that make me tear up. Um, this one isn't one of those, though. Uh, so, big comic book fan, mm-hmm. huge comic book fan. I grew up in the greatest era of comic book cartoons. Okay, all right, um, and this happens to be one of my favorite, uh, Favorite comic book cartoon, just comic book groups ever. Um, X Men, 
Okay. In the animated series, their theme song. Do you remember this? I may not. I'm not. Oh, I'm not sure. Okay. So this show came out in '92. It ran for five seasons. Uh, see, I was born in '96, so okay. I might have missed out. You get it's. Do you have Disney Plus? I do. Go watch. They have everything on Disney Plus. Okay. Go find it. All right. I'm going to play it. This thing is hot. I I love this song. I'm going to play it for everybody in the, in the, on the recording, too. On X-Men. And like, I like the the dun, dun, dun. and like could, this is how we started why. off my Saturday mornings yeah. every week is is the X Men theme, the sweet intro, all these great characters, mm-hmm. and this is my favorite art style of the X Men too. I have to say this: this is the Jim Lee art style of the X Men. Uh, what an exciting way to get in your morning. Yeah. Story. I mean, between this, you have the Power Rangers. Yep. You had the Spider-Man cartoon. You had Batman the Animated Series. This is the greatest era. These kids don't understand. They don't. Not one they bit. They have no idea. They think their car- their cartoons are good. No. 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 But they this just... song heists me. I will listen to this publicly and no shame. There's an extended version on here <laughs> on YouTube, and I bought YouTube Premium oh. so I can close my phone and just listen oh, to it man. as it goes. You bought into that? I, uh, is that the it one? Shouldn't the free, have that's to. the free ads, all right? No ads. No right? ads. See, I, but you can close. I mean, it's it's bullshit. But you can you can close your phone out, listen to it without having. Have a, you heard of Musi? No. You can do YouTube Music. You can do that too. Really? Yeah. So you just. Uh, I'm sure if you could see from here, it's called Musi. I listen to it all the time because what I do is when I'm cleaning up, I'll listen to like a rock promo or something. Okay. But yeah, you pretty much just search on YouTube. Now they have an ad, but not like an ad that stops the music or anything. But like, yeah, all the YouTube videos are right here. It's called YouTube Music. YouTube Music. Yes, sir. And it's free. Yes. It's an app? Yes, M-U-S-I. Okay. It's a, it's a, I'll, I'll show my I'll, free, my free accounts were uh, going to wear off soon. So yeah. good to know. Okay. But uh, but yeah, had to bring up X Men. Uh, that 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 cartoon opening, it's it's a work of art. It's it's perfect. It makes me want to fight somebody. Uh, um, and I'm, I'm a Cyclops is one of is I have like a one A one B when it comes mm-hmm. to superheroes. Cyclops is is like a one A. Mm-hmm. All right, and oh, it's just it's it's so cool for me. He's he's awesome, just absolutely awesome. And so you're torn between your uh, you're torn between two favorite superheroes, then, aren't you? Kind of. It's Cyclops and Venom are my because top two. I'm stuck. Uh, I've always been stuck in this whole Batman Spider Man thing. But here's the thing: I associate Batman with Michael Keaton. A lot of people are in the Christian Bale, but Michael Keaton for me was the initial. Right. I, for me, mostly if you were the first, you're my favorite. But something about those. But then you get to Toby, and 2002 was just that's a great year. That soundtrack hero oh yeah my like nickelback jack kroger and that yeah. song itself like it's just perfect like i feel like the song not made the movie but the, the the movie couldn't have been the movie without a great song like that right um but when it comes between those two then after seeing no way home it's like i meant to ask you too 
I think uh, I saw you made a post about being at the movies. And I'm like, oh, shit. I wonder if he's still in the same theater as me. I went to go see it in the um, Screen X or whatever. Okay. But I think we were there at the same time. We might have been. I think your movie. I think your. I didn't, I, we did I the 4 o'clock show on uh, Thursday. Yeah. I went at 3.15 because I was off that day. And I was okay. like, I don't want to wait. My wife seven. doesn't like all the Screen X and 3D stuff. So that's. that. That's, screen X is all right. I think I. I don't think I, I think I like messed up and bought it at Screen X because I went to go see It Part Two a couple years ago on Screen X and it was dope. Right. But I will say it's like, eh, it's it's okay. It's not anything like, oh my god, you know. But it was yeah. cool. But I, like I said, I'm torn between those two. I think Spider Man takes a cake because I can. Here's the thing. Sometimes I think when this. Who can I be more? Can I be Batman or be Spider Man? I can go buy me a suit, you know, put some, you know, face paint on the cover, you know, the beard up and stuff. But <laughs> I can't go climbing on walls and you know jumping off of things, you know. But I think Spider Man's my guy. Yeah, I'm a big Spider Man. I love them both, but yeah, I I love love Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Just been more relatable. I'm, I'm more relatable. I can relate to uh, the kid who came from nothing, bullied mm-hmm. in high school. Uh, you know, in in people don't really like take a chance to get to know him, mm-hmm. and if they did, they'd probably like him. Yeah. Versus the rich millionaire or right. billionaire who can just buy whatever he wants. It's like, dude, you got money. Why are you getting? Why are you getting beat up? <laughs> it's like, what right. are you doing? Exactly. That's that's where I'm at. So, that is my number ten, everybody. X Men the animated series. That is my. Uh, that is one of the random songs I will listen to that thing at work when the going gets tough. You know, just to just fire myself up, and it just it, it it's one of those things that pumps me up. It, there's, like I said, this list is going to be very very random. So, all right, what do we got for your number nine? I'm so happy you brought up theme songs because this song I feel like you may know. Now, here's the thing: I never have played the game, never played any of them. Okay, I don't want you to guess it yet. I haven't played any of these games. I've always wanted to because I remember I seen a commercial and it kind of made me sad. And I'm like, why am I sad? But the reason I found out about this, I actually found it up from like a Vine or a TikTok or something. Um, and at the time, I was like, I had tore my Achilles. So I was just in bed listening to music all day. And I kept telling him, like, you know what, man? I'm going to come back from this Achilles tear. I'm going to be strong. And I'm going to go to Canada because I have this big thing with lights. So when you see Clifton Hill, you see a lot of lights. Oh, it yeah. just reminded me of that. So this right here, I want you to, I'm sure, I feel like you will know the song. But I'm going to, you know, skip to the part really quick. I'm pretty sure this I is hope it. I know it. I, I'm pretty sure I know. Okay, let me let me skip it a little more. Here comes the chorus now. Yep. I love this song. Love it. Love the it. The game love is it. great. And uh, he's referring to Kingdom Hearts, yes, which is a beautiful game. I'll never forget getting it, having it stolen from a friend, and then having to buy it again and then playing it all over again. Oh, man. It's one of those – yeah, it was one of those things. I was pretty pissed. Um, but great song. Dude, the, like I said, the ad-libs, the uh, uh, that – man, it got me. I, it took me a couple to like listen to it, but – one of my biggest dreams was to go to Tokyo. So I kid you not, if I ever was to go to Japan or Tokyo, anything else, the first time, like taking off a pair of sunglasses and I'm gonna see a whole bunch of lights. I'm just gonna be in a trance all the time playing this song. Yeah, like that right there, like that song. Never played the game, but I know the song to it. It's upbeat as heck. Oops, sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good. 
It is uh, it is upbeat as heck. Yes. And, yeah, they, they play that for the, the intro of the first game, if I'm not mistaken. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, it just sets you in a good mood because th- that song is associated with a beach scene. They're all mm-hmm. living on an island. Sora, mm-hmm. these young Final Fantasy characters, Riku, um, you know, they're all living on this, this island and it's this beach setting. And it's just like, yeah. oh, my God, what a paradise, mm-hmm. you know, for these these. These stowaways, these kids who they, I mean, they're kids, but they live alone on a beach. Mm-hmm. You get to be surrounded by water all the time. Yep. You you can self you can be self sufficient and stuff. How cool is that? Great theme song. Great theme song. I think that's a great choice, and that made me that made me feel a little bit better about my entire list. Yeah, I told you, so, man. my I, man. Like I said, when you said you had the X Men theme, I was like, okay, so he'll know this song oh, yeah. for sure. I know he'll know this song. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts one and two are such good games. I have them. I haven't beaten them in a very, very long time. It's so crazy just how like much you realize how much time you don't have when you get older. Yep. I would love to be able to just sit down and just really get to enjoy that mm-hmm. game um, the way that it should be. But I think we're spoiled now, though, because even when you try to go back and play old games, you got to kind of make yourself get past, okay, these graphics, these controls are a little older than I'm used to, but... The playability itself, the gameplay is what's triggering me in. Exactly. And the nostalgia, the most important thing. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Very good. That's a solid number nine. All right. So my number nine, this is probably, and I got, listen, I got a lot of weird entries in here, but um, I like to relax. Okay. All right. I I like to relax, but I like nostalgia. Mm. So growing up, one of the most important parts of my morning Mm -hmm. was turning on channel 49 before school mm-hmm. and checking to see what the weather was oh man <laughs> okay so we actually did an episode of this on one of my other shows mm-hmm. from retro pop but i used to love like that that relaxing jazz music mm-hmm. from the weather channels local on the eights back wow. in the day. used to love it it's like it's super weird mm-hmm. but i can sit down like I, i'm about to play this video free right now all right. There's now, a, there's now a, that you say that, I got a song. I'm going to change a song. I'm going to put a new song okay. on there, and I'll play it. I'll play it. Because you said that, okay. I'll do this one next, because I know you'll know this next one. Though. All right. Good. But, yeah, there's a there's a video, like, on YouTube, the weather on the channels, local on the eights across the years. Mm-hmm. And it's the coolest thing for me to see. One, the difference of production yep. from the, the 80s mm-hmm. to now. But the music that was used. And I'm going to play I'm gonna play some of it. And the sound quality. Like, this sounds so familiar. You know what this sounds like? It's like when you're watching. It's 95. Sounds it's... Christmassy. Yeah, this December 27th. Oh, <laughs> 1997. Wow. They have it on there for. But you see all the... (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I mean, the animations and stuff, and, like, it's... it's, That's, like, a a big staple for a lot of people's, like, childhoods, and that was a big thing for me. Like, my mom's like, okay, go. how how are you getting dressed today? Go see what the weather's like for the morning. Mm -hmm. And you wake up extra early, you go check the weather channel, and that's what it was. And you had this loud, smooth jazz music, Mm -hmm. or, you know, even back in the day, I love the crappy quality of audio. Yep. (laughs) There's legit songs that they used to use back in the day, and the audio sounds like crap. It sounds like muffled, and I love it. 
I feel like it only works time, with the Weather Channel. Yeah, it's like at that time, you know, was it was it's new. You know, like everything was in for us at that time. Everything was good. When you look back, it's like, oh, they use this such bad quality. But at the time, when you first listened to it, it's like the best thing ever. Oh, for sure. And you're like, oh man, these this production's never yep. gonna get better. Yep. So. A hundred percent. But that's my number nine. I, I love that. Like I said, I dedicated a whole episode to the Weather Channel. Um, <laughs> it's it's not the same like it used to. Nope. It, it just but just everything. It was visually appealing. It was uh, the audio was appealing. Um, and there's so much different to you know different songs to it. They actually, I think they have a Spotify playlist with like smooth Weather Channel smooth jazz or something like Doesn't that. Doesn't it make you happy that other people think like you to put it together a playlist like that? Like when you it makes find me feel that, a lot better about my weirdness. That's like, Thank you, because I, I would have had a hard time going and finding it myself, but the fact that somebody else did, love it. 100%. 100%. So, yeah, that is my number nine. Weather Channel, the local on the eights, various uh, smooth jazz. So I never thought I'd be saying that, ever. Hey, man. You just met the right guy to bring it I guess, up. I guess so. See, this is destiny. So yep, yep. It is. All right, my dude, number eight. Okay, what do we got? so number eight. You may or may not know this. This is another theme song for a show, but he actually it's actually a song, but it became a theme song for his show. Um, you may or may not know this. Okay. Uh, the sleek of summer 2007, 2008 was when his show was pretty big at the time. I started watching it. Um, perfect time for me with YouTube because I was a YouTube kid. I'd be on YouTube all day. Remember, I went to a site. It's the first on this plan. So here this goes. Okay. Let me see. Oops, I got it too loud. Let's move this up a little bit. It's got a fun beat. It sounds super familiar. That is the theme song. I think it's season two, three, maybe four. I think more two and three to Chris Angel Mind Freak. That's why. Okay. That show, I started watching it a little late. Um, I think, not late, but like once season two, once he really kicked off. Yeah. And then from there, because I used to really believe in that stuff, um, I, I used to listen to it all the time. And then I did a random Spotify search one day, and I seen that the song was on there. And it was one of my top songs that I played last year. Because when I was working at a previous job, I'd have my headphones in the whole time. Yeah. And I was back in 2007, 2008. <sighs> So that's, that's a, a throwback. Yeah, man. A lot of this stuff it, it triggers back. It really triggers back. Man, I used to love. I never like sat and watched it, but I always like go in from time to time watch my parents watching mm-hmm. it. And I knew, I mean, obviously knew of Chris Angel, and uh, like my parents were watching these crazy just stunts, and I'm just like, what? Mm-hmm. Like it brought magic to a whole like new level. Yep. Until you, I mean, everybody kind of figured out it was a lot of stunts and. Show you know showmanship mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but it like the stuff he did to himself, to his body, yep. to his mind were like insane, and he he became world famous because yep. of it. Uh, I think they try to make it. I think there was a Steve Carell movie. They, they try to make fun of him, uh, not him directly, but mm-hmm. Magic in general. But I think he was uh, referenced. Yeah, him and him, him yeah, and him and Jim Blaine. Carrey. I know at the time, him and David Blaine were the big ass. Yes, was a lot of uh, Blaine was another big one too. Yep. yep. So. um yeah, Chris Angel. 
I have not heard of that name in a long time. Yeah, I think he on. guest hosted Raw at one point. Yeah, he um, <laughs> Monday I think Night Raw still, for wrestling fans. I think he still runs a show in Vegas. That makes sense. Um, I don't think he lives in that big hotel anymore. Um, what else? And it's so crazy because as a kid, I'll, I'll be. I've been saying as a kid a lot, but it's the truth. As a kid. I used to think, like, man, imagine if I walked outside and I just got ran over by a dump truck <laughs> and I got out of here and was like, yeah. All the girls are going to be like, oh, my God, he just pulled magic. But when I think about it, they're going to be like, what the hell is this dumbass doing? Like, get out of the way. Like, why would you get run over by a truck? Like, mind you, we're kids at the time. So, yeah, the, the things I would think about, like, I used to think about being, I used to walk through high school and imagine I was Spider-Man and the like, school was on fire. And I'm saving this girl that I got a crush on. Yeah. And then I think about it like, what the, like, what? <laughs> what? You didn't have enough time to think from class to class. No, but you found time to do it. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely, yep. my dude. I I get it. I'm, we're literally like the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So that was your number eight, right? Yes. yes. All right. You would think we were further down the list. Oh, I wow. know. We still this, got more to go. This is a solid episode. Yeah. I know, right? And halfway through. Um, all right, so mine, I'm a big video game head, all right, and I'll, there's a lot, there's like quite a few songs left on this list that are video game related, but this one, it's another one that's relaxing, it's peaceful, uh, and to me, it def- it defines this game. Whenever I hear, like, see, like, the cartridge for this game, mm-hmm. I think of this song, or, you know, wherever I see just anything related, or I even see the console that's played on, I yep. think of this song, Super Mario 64. All right, fantastic game. There's a nice uh, kind of lax water level song. It's called Dire Dire Docks. Okay. It's got a nice chill beat to it. It's peaceful. Honestly, there's times, because I have it here at the studio, I'll just fire up the N64, put that on, and pick that level and just look just, that, just that, sit and just soak it. That Bowser thing, amazing. Oh, yeah. Going up them stairs, amazing. Oh, yeah, the, the evil. Oh, it's that that. that that whole le- yeah, yep. that whole cast, the whole concept mm-hmm. of Super Mario sixty four is amazing. But uh, Dire Dire Docks, I'm going to play it for you all. Um, and here we go. Yes. The, was this the uh, the swimming part? I remember. Yeah, with the yes. ship in the yes, water, yes, you got to get yes, the ship yes. above. Yep. I haven't played that game, so I have an N64, too. I'll have to see if it works when I get home. It's so good. I feel like I just breathe a bit easier, like, listening to this. Like, Look, breathe, chill. When they made this, it had to be on acid or something to be this laxed. There's a lot of Mario stuff that's very... that You feel like they got to be on drugs or Man. something. Yeah. Just... Absolute peace, and like you know, the N sixty four is like just so colorful. Mm-hmm. The graphics are colorful. It's yep. over the top, and um, yeah, it's it's that's a that's a great one. And they you know they have a lot of cool mm-hmm. upbeat themes, you know. But some about that one, I'm a big water guy. Yeah, like I love like water scenery. Uh, I, I love you. taking pictures of waterfalls. I have like mini waterfalls out there, like water fountains, mm-hmm. just to get that are relaxing. Huge water guy. And uh, so that, you must take a lot of showers. Then. Oh, I love the shower. <laughs> love the shower. And but but yeah, it it it, it just it brings me peace and serenity. Yep. So that is my that is my number eight. Super Mario sixty four is dire dire docks. It is on Apple Music. If anybody has that, uh, somebody compiled a bunch of video game music, and that's one of them. Mm-hmm. And listen, Super Mario has like the entire franchise has so much iconic music. Mm-hmm. 
write the original the you know, the original song, or the but this song stands out the most to me because it's just just what it feels. It just takes me back to an era that you know I I I love to be back in time for. I'm telling you, if they made a time machine. I'm saying my goodbyes like, hey, family, I love you, but I'm gone. <laughs> I'm, I'm gone. I'm going back to the 90s. I'm never coming I'm back. I'm gone. Never coming back. Like, you always see those things like, would you go back, would you get a, a million dollars or go back to being six years old with all the knowledge you know? <laughs> Look, I don't mind asking when, we're, when are we going to eat dinner. I would I would love to go back to that time period. You ain't got to buy it. You no paying bills. Know, just chilling. Just a couple, just some rules and stuff. But other than that, no, I mean, man. It's, I, yeah. yeah. I would in a heartbeat. But... Very good. Eight is down. We're going to number seven. So since you put up a video game theme, I got a video game theme of my own, actually. We're going to turn it up a little bit, though. Yours is more relaxed, but this one, we're going to turn it up a lot. Okay. I know. I'm pretty sure you know this one. I feel like a lot of these songs that I play, you're going to know. I think I knew I knew the Super Mario one, so I know you got to know this one. Pretty much my theme, my whole list is going to be relatable to you, so. Good. I'm going to play this right now. Yeah, five, four, three, two. Oh, shoot. <laughs> okay, I got to see. Apps being stupid now. All good, all good. Messing up the flow, man. Okay, there we go. Ready? Nope, no, 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 no. Okay, there we go. I know, I know this one. If I turn my phone around, you'll go up. Oh, that's what that is. Let me get to the part. Okay, this is my hair. That is the Spider-Man 2002 video game. Menu, uh, main menu music. 2002. So the movie one? Or yes, no? The movie, yes, the, the movie. It was the movie one. It was the movie one. I th- I thought it was Spider-Man. I thought originally it was the, you ever, the Spider-Man 2000 game. Okay, yep, yep, yep. The yep. one for PS1? Yes. That's what I thought it was originally. Oh, okay. It's, it, has a, it has some music, like, reminiscent Similar, of that yeah, in that yeah. game. So that's the menu theme from the movie game. Okay. I listened. So when I first got this game, I got it on computer. So at that time... I don't know if they still do it that way. Where you'll get two discs. You'll get the install disc, and then you'll get the play disc. Right. At the time, the computer I had wasn't compatible. But as a kid, you don't, you know, you're just like, whatever. You're still going to keep trying it. <laughs> so I would literally sit and watch that game, in quote-unquote, install. And it would never install. It's literally sitting install the whole time. And that music would be continuously playing. They got the screens showing up. And mind you, at that time, Spider-Man had just come out. So that right there it was revolutionary at the time too. That right there defined a whole summer for me. I never I think I eventually got to play it on PC like fifteen years later when I got a laptop. But that game right there It's a good one. That's a good one. That's a classic. I remember like I how great I thought the graphics were. Right. Um they had a little decrease though in the next couple of years. But yeah, two, two two was great though. Like the the two game itself was looked great. great. It was fun. Three was disappointing. The playability was yeah. great, but um, 
I think but, because yeah. the story is the movie of the story. The yeah. Mo- the movie itself, I didn't realize was how bad, not bad, how much all over the place it was to like an older. And then when you play the game, you're like, oh, it's kind of just like the movie, you know? Right. No, it's completely relatable. Yeah, it's yeah, we're Spider-Man guys. So, yep. yeah, those are some great games. Yeah, because I think the first one you could only swing. You, you couldn't go out on the street. Nope. You would die if you went It was just street. like fog down there. Yep. It was leading nothing but fog. Yep. I oh, think yeah. the closest you were able to get to the ground was when you fought Shocker in the bank, and then when you fought at the end against oh, the Oh, so Green wait, Goblin. this isn't... isn't the, no, okay, I know what you're saying. So, yep, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Well... Well, both games actually because there's Enter Electro, the... there's Enter Electro, which came out around like oh yeah. one. So but then the movie actually, both, yeah, both games you actually weren't able to touch, hit the ground at all. Correct. Actually. So I get they, I think they, you know, patterned themselves a little bit. Together. I'm sure a little bit. Okay. The yeah. first, the original 2000 the movie the game always scared me though. I don't know why. Like I had the game, but it just always like scared me for some reason. I feel you. That PlayStation, I think in that era, just the loading. And mind you, I think the disc didn't the disc come in like a dark color. This was yeah, it was darker and the the, the lettering was like a yellow, yeah, bright so yellow. I think that system scared me. A little. I don't know how that works—a system scaring you, but that game itself kind of a little intimidating. No, I get it. I get it. I certainly get it. Very good. Okay, we're getting fun. This is getting fun. Um, all right, my number seven. Big Star Wars guy here. You're going to hate me for this one. You've never seen it? Never seen a Star Wars movie in my life. Really? That or... I'm going to ask you for a Star Wars poster soon. Oh, and I, obviously... well, look, I can put that together. <laughs> I can put that. If I need to listen, if I need to watch a movie, trust me, I will. I, I, I will. I, I will be. I, I will be. I have, a, I have a vision for one of my favorite Star Wars characters. But um, but there's So I have two Star Wars songs in here. Both of them are involved with lightsaber battling which is dueling which is this just beautiful sequence of events that one of my favorite things the prequel trilogy so in the very first movie episode one not a new hope for you know star wars nerds but the the first of the prequel trilogy um you know they're they're getting ready they're in the the, in the castle Mm -hmm. and this door opens up and darth maul who Looks so cool. Mm-hmm. I, I wish. I really wish you could. You've seen it. This is a, such an interesting take because I, I could try to describe it, and you're like, you I have no idea. You, you're pretty much like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So this Darth Maul dude, he's like this. Mm-hmm. He's got red and black face paint. He's got horns coming out of his. Oh, head. I know who. Uh, yeah, I know who. Oh, you know. Who I that, know who that is. Yes. Okay. I do know who that is. All right. So, anyways, he takes off his hood, and he pulls out a lightsaber. It's a du- okay. it's a two sided lightsaber. And then our Jedi Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan they they take their lightsabers out and they're mm-hmm. getting ready to battle. And it's it's a very intense moment at that time, and even still to this day, it's one of the most acrobatic, like, intensive fights that I've ever seen. And in a, as far as lightsaber battles mm-hmm. go, there really wasn't any in the old trilogy. In, in the new trilogy, I did not like mm. at all. So um, to have that music, I guess, play, it was uh, it just added to it. Let me try and find this. Oh, it's an hour long clip. We're not going to play it for an hour. <laughs> It's got like a build-up type of vibe a too. Really nice build-up. It gets it gets going. We might listen to it for a little bit of time. Easy, easy. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. And it continually picks up throughout the mm-hmm. entire. I'm gonna let it play for a little bit longer, but it continually play it. And yeah. It builds up. And when you accompany this with lightsabers mm-hmm. crashing against each other, uh, force to it, yeah. But you get the gist of it, right? It's oh, it's 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 so intense, and like we're gonna leave here. I'm probably gonna pop the song on. Like, you hey. know what's so crazy? It's funny you say that because now you got me in the mood to just watch like all my favorite movies tonight. Yeah, that's 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 the beauty of music. That is the beauty of music. But yeah, there's just a, just a great story that encompasses. I know it's not everybody's favorite movie, but that song and that lightsaber battle just just do it for me. So, Duel of the Fates. That's the name of the song. Star Wars Episode One. John Williams, a fantastic composer, and that is my number seven. Um, all right, we're on to number six, the last number, of the back half. Number six, okay. So this, of course, I'm going to take it to my uh, my wrestling my wrestling part. There we go. Um, this is something I know you know. This is another song to where if you're just chilling or you need to go to the gym, I'll just play the opening part of it because it's a long song. But I know you'll know it as soon as I start playing it, so... We'll get right to it. I, so that right there, best raw intro ever. I that I feel like when they transitioned over, it was like you couldn't have picked a better song. You couldn't have picked a better type of song when you did that. Ooh, I keep doing that. <laughs> I love the 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 the, the intro video. Yep. All the quick cuts and stuff. Yep. It does that, and it's just like like when I because I, I stopped watching wrestling for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I came back in two thousand three, and that was the theme song. Okay, and you know you get to see Kane unmasked and yep. Triple H and Ric Flair and Randy Orton and. Uh, Goldberg and yep. you know just all these just you know just these characters and just it was amazing that 2003 is my favorite year of being a wrestling fan really favorite year of being a wrestling fan honestly it was perfect you had the best of the best you had the, the cruiserweights were still yep. which is a, a take on the modern style mm-hmm. but a lot more fun and at the time innovative yep. you had the powerhouses like Goldberg who was a big WCW mm-hmm. guy John Cena on the rise Brock Lesnar Hulk Hogan for a period of time, mm-hmm. The Rock, Stone Cold, mm-hmm. all those guys, Undertaker, bad at, American Badass Undertaker, yep. Kane with his mask and unmasked, 03 is my favorite year, hands down. So so you left right around Invasion time then, because I hear... I, it was actually probably more 90, late 99, because okay. the Attitude Era was getting too crazy, my dad's like, you can't watch this. And then WCW was like around, but it was mm-hmm. just it was really starting to suck at that time, uh, I got so you. I just kind of just grew out of it. I was watching, and it's funny you say that your dad uh, said it was getting crazy. I was watching, um, I told you earlier, I was watching Royal Rumble 2000 yeah. earlier, and it was the Hardys versus the Dudley Boys, the table match. 
And mind you, you know, you're watching wrestling, you think like, okay, it's wrestling. But as you realize, like, these are people, they kept doing chairs out. And I was like, damn, he's really cracking them. Like, <laughs> back in those days, they were just, just doing it. And then you had the Triple H and Cactus Jack match with the thumbtacks. I was just like. Oh, yeah. Nah, yeah, I could see why they. I could see why they toned back a little bit. Yeah, that stuff was uh, that stuff was insane. But it was a great era to be a yep. wrestling fan. Um, oh, yeah, because I'm pet. still um, I'm more ruthless aggression. Okay. But when it comes to making pictures and stuff, it helps me learn about more attitude stuff. Um, and I feel like you know they. I feel like the popularity, Stone Cold and The Rock, the popularity wise, that's just what gets people. It doesn't matter which era. Um, it's so crazy right to think that they had two guys that were that popular exactly. at that time. Nowadays, they struggle to have one. It's it's crazy. It's, it's so bad. I don't even want to say bad, but it's just so all. It's so crazy because I, when I when I boot up Peacock because now it's Peacock and not WWE Network. You know, all see, the good stuff is gone. I see like the advertisements they got for Raw. I see like Alexa Bliss, or I'll see Biggie, I'll see Roman Reigns, or whatever the case may be. And I'm just like, this is weird. Like the star <laughs> power. Like, like I said, I give I give just, credit to those guys because they're doing. Yeah, they're doing. I'm, I'm giving credit because professional wrestling. It's all you know. People living their dreams. Absolutely. So I don't want to you know ran in a parade or be that guy. But I just look at it like, dude, what like happened? Right. Like it's just so like, even with sports football, mind you, you know Peyton Manning or. Whoever the case may be, they may not be around throwing the ball still, but you'll still have guys who can come in and take the reins who can still bring that entertainment factor. That's a, with this, it's just good, like I like that. Like, mind you, there's big. Not saying it just has to be a big guy, but look at it in the sense of like Batista turning on Triple H. That was Batista was like 36 when he really like took over and became that yep. top guy. Now, like they said, you know, there's guys you know smaller than me, but. Wrestling is wrestling. Right. Everything changes. You can't hold on to the same things. So I give guys credit. I don't want to sound like that guy to be like, oh, what do you know about? Listen, I tried to I tried to pro wrestling for two weeks. There's a reason I make pictures. It's hard. It's it's That's, it's taxing physically it's, um, and mentally. I don't miss it some days. Other days I do, but most days I don't. Um, very good choice. I was not expecting that. I knew we were going to get some wrestling. I didn't. I wasn't expecting that. I didn't song. want to make it too much wrestling because it, honestly, like we said, could we could probably do a top ten of wrestling. Yeah, you know, and you did offer that up at right, as I, well. Too. The thing is, and then I thought about it after. I'm thinking like, well, most of the songs are probably B for 2005. Which now that you said I have a 2005 song on here that you may not know, you oh. may or may not know because. We'll get to we'll get to that part. Okay. We'll get to that part. Alrighty. Alrighty. Actually, I'll make that the next one. Okay. I can move these around. I'll make this the next one. You may or may not know this one, but it is right in our backyard. Alright, I'll be ready for it. My number six, uh, you know, I've kind of alluded that I'm a big Marvel fan. Okay. All right. This is the first Marvel movie song that I have on this list. Uh this scene, which I've talked about at nauseum, I think, on this show and several other shows. It's oh, it's beautiful, and the music that encompasses it is beautiful. Um, twenty nineteen, this movie came out, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was just there was a stretch of time where just life was like difficult and stuff. Okay. And my period of enjoyment came from, or you know, enjoyment came from these movies that just made you smile. And it's at the end of Avengers Endgame, all right in the portal scene 
when uh, Cap is all by himself. He's like, Cap, Cap, you there? Yep. Mm-hmm. On, right on, on your on, left. On your left. And he stands up. He's ready to fight the entire army, Thanos, everybody by himself. And help comes. And I, I watch this scene, and I... I, I, t- I do tear up every now and then because it's like, it's like wow! Everybody from the last ten mm-hmm. years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is just popping up, just in time to help them out. So, so before you play, what part gets you the Avengers Assemble or when Spider Man? Because I know I a think lot it's of people when Guardians crazy. and Spider Man come. A lot come of people through. go crazy when Spider Man came in. I was there opening night, and people were clapping and, and stuff. Like mm-hmm. it, it was like a wrestling show. Yeah, it was rowdy. But Star Lord and, and Spider Man coming up one after another was like big for me. And Some then big Star Lord, Iron Man, and um, his wife when they were both in the suits and they did a little spin real quick. That was oh the whole energy big, thing. Yeah, yeah, that was a big part too. Yeah, and just the music just captured the emotions. So, um, so yeah, let's give this a play and we'll move on to our top five. Oh, that ain't it. Curse you, YouTube ads. I, I can tell. You know, maybe her voice is tricky. <laughs> like, you know, she sounds like somebody I watch. Just <laughs> amazing. You think all hope is lost. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting this scene at all. Listen to this in a theater, how loud it is. It's like the per- the perfect the perfect song. It's amazing. Yep, yep, this is yep. Falcon flying over. The army's just marching mm-hmm. through. Oh, man. I could like visual it step by step, <laughs> and that's the craziest thing about all this. And this is Avengers. The big lineup. Yep. They're showing them all in their fighting stance. Avengers! <laughs> Assemble. <laughs> so that makes me wonder though that makes me wonder are the are they able the, the the people that produce the music are they able to watch the movie beforehand and like pattern it i off think of? what i think they have a that's a good question when I don't, actually, now I don't know because I've seen like live demonstrations of mm-hmm. like, but these are like concerts and they're showing like movie scenes in the yeah. background. I, it's actually pretty interesting, I right? I think so because you got to think like, it's got to be after the original photography because you would have to put it like like if you're an actor or you're the producer or filmmaker, 
you would have to kind of pattern a movie around a song. Whereas if you tell me like, um, hey, make a make a, a song based off of a movie. It's easy because you've seen the movie. So you could be like, oh, you know, I went through the woods and it got shot. And in the movie, I went through the woods and got shot. But if you go by the, it's like, okay, well, what scene goes with this? I feel like it makes it harder. I'm so. actually more curious about that now. I think it's a, that's an interesting like. I would thought. assume that they would watch the movie because. Yeah, they probably do the main photography. They probably mm-hmm. get a layout of what they're expected. It's actually. Nah, no. I would think so because, I mean, they're, they're not anybody to where you have to worry about like, oh, yeah, this happened. I mean, they kind of have to. They kind of have to, you know. I'm sure they're really great at what they do, but I'm sure they have to see the movie to know like what to you know what to do because I'm sure they I'm sure they come up with things it's like oh this doesn't fit oh maybe this one's because think about it, the Avengers assemble how would they know that there was a pause between the Avengers little... assemble right how would they know that so they probably do watch the movie then I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure it happens after and they just kind of plug and play. Yep. It's interesting, but um, all right. So that's it with our bottom five. That's We're on to the top five. We're off to a good start. I think it's the beginning of Infinity War that I like. Um, the intro music to that. It's either the end or the intro music to that. It's like the small, and then it shows like Avengers. It because you know each movie has like a similar theme, but I think they t- they tweak it a little bit with each movie. Right. I do have one more Avengers song on here, so okay. um, we'll. we'll I, I and it's in a couple picks, but. Um, what do we got for your number five? So this one, like I said, this one is right in our backyard. Reason being, I would have admitted it before. I'll, I'll play the song. You may, like, you may or may not know it. I know you're a wrestling guy, but you may or may not know it. It's not on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. It's only you can only find it if you really go look for it. Okay. So this right here, it, it's near and dear to my heart because I'll explain why once we once I play the little snippet. But let me uh. Let me pull it up. Let's go down. I know this song. Very, very underrated song from that year, 2005. That song right there is the first pay-per-view I've ever went to, Great American Bash 2005. You were there? That's where I remember from because I was there as well, my friend. That was the first pay-per-view, first wrestling event I ever went to. First wrestling event? Yes. Because 2005 was a year I really initially got into it. Okay. I would see parts of it as a kid, but you know, you see a little bit here and there, but 2005 was the year I really got into it. The first pay-per-view I went to, I think it was July 24th. 2005? Yeah. I sat in section 119 or 118, I believe. I think it was like row 20 something. Um, Muhammad Hassan got choked, uh, uh, lashed Last, right through the uh, state. And I always crazy. thought he got dropped on concrete till I got older. And I was like, oh, obviously a mat under there. <laughs> um, it was also Charlie Haas' theme for a little bit. Not many people know that. He had that theme for a little bit. Did he? Around 2007-ish, I think. Um, but that, to me, was one of the top songs from 2005. Pay-per-view-wise, one, mainly because I went to the pay-per-view, and it was the first one I ever went to, but there was a lot of style power we got to see there. A lot of people can't say that they got to see Eddie Guerrero in person or Chris Benoit in person. Nope. Um, Batista, Taker, 
Road Warrior Animal. Yep. Um, let's see who else. Christian, who's one of my fa- Christian yep. and Booker T. Yes, Christian's sir. one of my favorites of all time. Uh, oh God, who else is uh, on we there? See. Okay, okay. Mexico's were on there. Let's start from the beginning. Lod, Eminem, Tori Wilson, Molina, Candice Michelle, yeah, uh, Orlando Jordan, Chris Benoit, Christian Booker T, uh, Muhammad Hassan, Undertaker, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, and Dominic, yeah, um, Batista and Ray. I mean Batista, JBL. I think that was the main event. I think the dark match was the dark match. Billy Kidman, because I remember they I did heat. I remember they did Heat before then, before the I show. I think Billy Kidman might have been gone by then. There was some, I, for, I forget who, or maybe I got there right before then, but I don't remember. Uh, I think I'm, I think that may be it. I think I'm, I think that's it for matches. And that might be it, yeah. I remember I was pissed at that ending. Oh, <laughs> uh, There was yeah. a DQ. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. That's but terrible. When you look back, compared to like the rest of that year, because I mean the next the next month you had Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels. So I'm like, right, right. You know, and not to mention that was a weird time because you just had Vengeance, and then you no, you had EC no, you had ECW, uh, you had One Night Stand, then you had correct. Vengeance. So yeah, BWO was there, yes, in the Mexico. Yep. Yes, because I remember after he got uh, Muhammad Hassan got last right through the stage, they drove by on, a, on their lawnmowers just looking over as if he was still <laughs> under there. Now, I'll never forget that. Yeah, that was a fun bit. That was my first pay per view, I think. That was their first pay-per-view in like six years in Buffalo because mm-hmm. they came for... Was it fully loaded? Was it fully loaded? Mm-hmm. No. Vengeance was, fully... I think it was like... Or maybe it was Armageddon. No. I think it, no, Armageddon was 2008. Fully loaded, I believe. They did it in 1999. Correct. It was, I think it was Undertaker, Triple H, First Blood. Or it was something First Blood. I know Undertaker was in it. Yeah. Who, though. I mean... But, but yeah, I, I remember reading the results, but I was like, yeah, they didn't come to Buffalo for pay-per-views ever. They try to get those bigger, yep. bigger venues for it. But that um, was when they did press conference. Remember they do like a press conference on the mm-hmm. Tuesday before. Yeah, in school, like, oh, we should get went to the press conference <laughs> every single time. Absolutely, um, excellent, excellent. That's that brought back. I was like, I know I've heard this song before, so I'm glad you. I'm glad you picked that I up. I don't know what happened. I don't know if that was a WWE production band, but I, I don't know what the hell happened to them. <laughs> that was a great song. So I don't know what happened. Yeah, that was fun. That had me, had me pumped up. Um. All right, my number five. I'm going back to the world of video games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my two. Right, it's two remaining. Yeah, two remaining video game ones are uh, are from the same franchise, but two completely different games. Okay. So the very first one that we're going to talk about, my number five, is uh, from Final Fantasy VIII, which is actually my favorite Final Fantasy game. Of all time, I'm actually going to ask you for a poster of one of these characters as well. Oh, at, man, listen, bring me all the business possible. <laughs> man. Listen, no, I will. I got to make sure I got money in the account to pay the bills. You Trust know what me, I'm man. I understand. I understand. <laughs> Trust me. Um, no, no, I it's it's. I want like I literally want all the posters, and I'm just like, oh my god, my account's dry. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so this is the boss battle theme from Final Fantasy VIII. Mm-hmm. Now, I love this game so much because it was the first one that was like super realistic. Um, the characters were they weren't my age, but they were younger. They were teenagers, okay. mm-hmm. so they but they had relatable human issues, like for teenage like teenager issues. Yeah. And it was really cool, and but the music for this game that just everything about it just worked perfectly, and um and th- this boss battle theme just it, it's st- I, like I I try and find remixes of it that are really mm-hmm. good, but the original it, nothing ever beats the original. So I'm gonna play. It's called Force Your Way, Final Fantasy VIII original soundtrack. 
and there's an ad. Um, <laughs> you you ever get so mad about YouTube ads? Like, dude, I just want to. I think it I'm was. I'm like, I paying for. Oh, I, I, listen, I, the I, moment I saw Google partner with YouTube was a day YouTube. I don't want to say die, but that was a day YouTube like was well, bad. Pretty much. But yeah, here we go. Nice upbeat tempo. Mm-hmm. I like the boom, 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 boom. Yeah, you can hear it. If you really listen to it, you can hear it in the background. You can feel it in your chest and yeah. your soul. Mmm. Goes right back into the. You know what's so great about this? <laughs> you ever like play a song for somebody and like part of you? Like I was getting my haircut the other day, and I was telling my uh, my boy, my barber. I was like, um, he was playing a Little Wayne album, and I was like, you know, one of the songs on this album I think would be dope for, like, if I did, like, a trailer for my designs or whatever. Right. And you know how, like, you let somebody hear a song. You got, like, that nervousness of them listening to the song because you're like, what if they say this is whack? <laughs> yes. But it's like, right now, playing the most random songs, you feel comfortable playing, and you don't feel, like, awkward. You don't. I'm not feeling like, where the hell did he come up with this from? Right. Like, I feel comfortable. So I want to thank you for that. No, of course. Like I, said, that's, I just feel like it's so it's meshing so well to where I can play anything. I can play a little, I can play the Spongebob theme. Bro, I, I, I played Weather Channel music for you. We're good. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> but the thing is, is that it's it's just like like when you had brought up the Weather Channel thing, the first thing I thought of was the, the sports center theme, when you're waking up in the morning on a Monday and you're getting dressed for school and you're watching the highlights, you hear the... Dun, 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 dun. Like, you're, like those sounds... That sounds amazing. Like, those too. songs bring you back, you <laughs> yeah. know? It might sound weird to some people, but they they bring you back to things. And the fact that, you know, you, we can be so comfortable about it, that's dope. It is. It, really, it is cool, man. This is... I mean, I'm, I'm glad we're bringing back the season mm-hmm. like this. This is... Bring back the show. Bring in a new season like mm-hmm. this. Because I'm... Dude, I'm having a blast right now. I'm having so much fun. Uh, listen, you'll love this now. I'm telling you, you'll love this next one because you already tapped into it. So I was like, you know, we gotta, we gotta reminisce one more time. Then. All right, let's hit it up. You're number four. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's only right we brought this one back. <laughs> Had to. It's only right. Like really, this track dropped on the mm-hmm. N64. This song. Oh. It's like when you go back and listen. Like a lot of people always talk about the 007 track, and I listened to it. And I was like, wow! Like this really is one of those games where you look back and they made this for a game not long ago. Like really, wow. Sure, yeah. No, that's a, yeah, that's a good one. I can hear the Bowser laugh mm-hmm. when I hear that, which is really neat. 
Crazy how we weren't scared. I mean, some of us have been scared listening to that, though. Back, I mean, back in the day when those graph, when yeah. those graphics and stuff, yeah. it, it scared the crap out of you. Hundred percent did. Hundred percent did. Man, that's a good one. That's a really good one. But that, that's how good. Like this is N sixty four we're talking yep. about, which is not really known for its music, like its great music or great mm-hmm. graphics, just mm-hmm. very fun. And we're referencing N sixty four music. I mean, think about it. When I bring this game up, think about you got your N sixty four on. You put Super. You put Mario Kart sixty four on. Starts. Dun, 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 ding, dun, dun. Mine was Rainbow Road. I always said if I was an LSD guy, I would take the, I would take it and literally go play and play Mario Kart sixty four and go to Rainbow Road because I would literally I'm I'm going in the screen right that that those lights that music oh I'm gone absolutely I'm gone it's gonna take me I'm gone absolutely no that's that's a good one I, I'm you can't beat Mario man nope. you just can't beat it. Fantastic. All right. Number four for myself. I'm going, uh, this is my last movie one. It's another Avengers one. Um, And the song that I'm choosing for this one is called Forge. It's from Infinity War. Okay. All right. So so the scene is this. They're battling in Wakanda. They're Mm -hmm. battling against... The children of Thanos and those, those these crazy forearmed just monster things, and um, they're getting in, and all the all hope looks lost. All the heroes are getting beat up. Captain America is, um, you know, Black Panther, Hulk bust, you know, Hulk and the Hulkbuster uniform, you know, armor, Black Widow. Everybody's getting worked, mm-hmm. and um, and you know, this is like Thor's like triumphant moment. Okay, all right, he's you know he's. Probably the main character of Infinity War, if mm-hmm. you really think about it, and he's trying to for- get this new weapon to- to- together to-, yep. to kill Thanos, and this is pretty much building up to him coming down to Wakanda and okay. and slaying and calling out Thanos. It's awesome. I'm gonna have to skip ahead some in some moments just to kind of get to that scene. Yep. But um, here we go. This is where about half of their budget goes into making the music. Seriously. Like, I love the the, the angst you feel listening to this music. Mm-hmm. Like, something's happening. Yep. Something intense is going on. And got to have a little urgency. Yep. It, it pulls at your heartstrings. <laughs> this and the portal scene are my two favorite scenes in, in Marvel Cinematic Universe. Man. Head a little bit. And this is where this is where Groot's looking. He's he's looking for a handle. And he starts to stretch out his arm. Oh, and he picks up the stormbreaker and he cuts his arm off. So mm. Thor can have a handle with his little teenager yell. Eh. 
Yeah, they really drew this thing out. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. I feel like I've seen a recording sometimes. I'll have like a full room of artists in there just going at it. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. I just picture again opening night, seeing that, and the whole theater just standing up and clap, like, like, damn, this ain't Rocky versus like, <laughs> like, like it, it, it was like a fight for yeah. them, and they were like, it, the the momentum like mm-hmm. shifted, like you can just feel it in the crowd, and it was amazing. And then he he runs, he's bring me Thanos, and he jumps up and he slams the stormbreaker mm-hmm. on the ground. F- fucking coolest scene. Ugh. That's why so I feel good. like um, people – I'm not big into the whole DC Marvel war, nah. but I will say that DC – It's I don't think they can top what Marvel has done because think about it. They've tried. How bad Mar- – Justice League and, and Batman vs. Superman, do you know how, as, how many arguments you might have had about that as a child about who would win and then to make the film and it be like – lackluster i mean i like them i'm not i'm not a big movie critic so i'm not gonna be like oh they should have done this and they should have done that trust me i'll enjoy i'll enjoy a movie that people don't like right you know not for the fact of just liking it but when you look like when you look at what marvel has done they go into the detail of you know creating that music and just the scenery and all of that you can't top that no because when you're in that theater watching that marvel movie you get those goosebumps you're just like you leave the theater thinking like damn I should try to be an actor so they can be screaming when I come on the screen. Right? You know, like, no, that, you, you put yourself right in that situation, that that mentality. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely, my dude. Um, all right, we're on to our top three. What do we got here? So it's funny I mentioned DC. Now it is DC back in the day, well, based on DC comics, but um, my favorite movie of this superheroes. The series, whatever you want to call it, the two the, of the trilogy, I should say, because I only made two of these with Michael Keaton. But this is from one of my favorite artists. I will play this. It's a pretty good. Oh, scene I know in the what this is. Movie. Okay, gentlemen, yep. let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. As soon as you said one of my favorite artists, I knew exactly. It's so great. This album is so great. It's so 80s and 90s. I gotta get to the core. When I heard it in the, uh, the the Michael Jordan thing, the last dance, when I heard them playing it in there, I was like, other people know this song? <laughs> I was just right because like, it's obviously not one of his most popular ones. Yeah, I feel like it's very underrated because he's got another song on the album, "Scandalous," which is actually it's part of the end credits. Um, they play like a, mo- a modified version of it where they'll like skip to the you know, um, but very underrated. I feel like I always wish I could be a little older, like had been alive at that time, just to see like how I feel about movies now compared to how people felt then. Right, like I'd always ask older people, like, so when Halloween came out in nineteen seventy eight, did you go see it? Did you go see Batman? Did you go see Rocky? Like, though, like those type of movies. Because I'm like not saying they don't come out with good movies now, 
But it's just those those cult classic type of movies, you know? Yeah. I, I do I spent a, a while on YouTube looking for fan reactions to the old Star Wars movies. Yeah. And it's like it's really it's like it's really cool to hear mm-hmm. like people react to those yep. moments. You know, like Darth Vader telling Luke mm-hmm. that he's his dad and you hear the gas from the crowd, it's like wow. Mm-mm-mm. People aren't that different than they they react exactly how they would have in you know back yep. in nineteen eighty three as they would now. So mm-hmm. yeah, crazy cool. That's a good one. That's a good because like I said, it's not one of Prince's most popular yep. songs, not by a long shot. But yep. it, it it's been in some very important songs. Yes, so that just speaks to the greatness of Prince. Now I will say these next two songs are just regular. They're regular songs. No themes. No, they're gonna be really crazy. You're gonna be like, dude, like what the? <laughs> these two, these last two, will get you, but. Well, we'll we'll continue. All right, very good. My number three. This is my last video game one, uh, and as I said, it's another Final Fantasy game. This time from number seven. Um, probably my second Final Fantasy favorite Final Fantasy game ever. But uh, this song is number one for me. It's got such a fun beat. There's actually some really really cool remixes mm-hmm. and remasters of the song. But um, it's it's one of the it's one of the uh, the end fights. Well, actually, kind of one of the fight songs that throughout the game. But it's for a specific uh, monster called Genova, and that's the mm-hmm. name of the song, Genova. So let me get this playing for you. It's got a scary thing to it. Yeah, it's intense, dude. It's so good. Uh, the composer's name is Nobuo Uematsu. And, uh, Japanese? It, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, you can tell by my terrible pronunciation. <laughs> um, but, you know, this game came out in 97. This is one of my earliest PS1 games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the music always stood out to me because it was just so amazing. But this one really, really popped. Oh, okay. This one like really stood out to me, and there's like a lot of environments. Well, it's mostly the the final part because uh, you're going to fight this thing one more time, and you're in this like it's just this blue energy field all around mm-hmm. you, and you're hopping down rocks to get to this platform. And every time you hop on one of these like ledges, rocks, or whatever mm-hmm. it is, there's um you know there's a fight, and you're listening okay. to the song as you're doing it, and it's just like it, it just it adds the intensity of the moment. And it's, it's just such a cool, cool build-up. So Genova theme from uh, Final Fantasy VII. That was my number three. I listen to that frequently in the car, frequently when I'm hanging out, just mm-hmm. to just to kind of get myself into it helps the a mood. Fo- yeah, right. Get myself if I need to build myself up to be yeah. like motivated, fired up. This is something I'll put on. Okay. So, Look, like we said, man, music can just make us feel and tap us into a certain zone. Uh, we didn't know we could get, you know? It really can. It's it's so cool. Mm-mm. Wow. So here we Music. are. Music. I know. Music. It's beautiful, man. right? It's amazing. Top two. What do we got for number two? All right, man. Like I said, you're going to be very eighth. If you want to be judgmental, that's fine. We're going back to 2003. We're going back to... Uh, we're going back to those uh, that sleep that's night where I will wake up in the morning and see the MTV video on. So I think you'll know the song from the beginning. Mm-hmm. 
it's in like something about this song. I'll skip to the air. Okay, here we go. This is like I like '90s Britney, mm-hmm. but this era she's like really taking a step mm-hmm. forward. This is a good era. That um, that song somehow it increased my love for women. <laughs> I don't know why. It just made me feel like, damn son, like imagine you know getting some to that song. Kind of weird, but no, I remember, get it. Like I said, midnight. You know, the theme of it. And as a kid, dude, your mind is so massive. And, yeah, oh, very imaginative. Like, you're at, like, a like a prom or homecoming. Exactly. Like, rocking, dancing with a, with somebody to that song. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely, dude. That's a great one. Now I'm going to have to revisit some 2000s Britney. Yeah, see. I, I, it, I'm glad you did because it brought up another song that, uh, that I like from Britney for a couple years after that. Was it Circus? I can't remember. It starts off with, it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> oh, so in. that was there. Oh, okay. So that was around. See, as soon as you said it was a Britney, bitch, the first thing I thought of was... Because um, the beat was, like, really hard. It was really cool. The first thing I thought of was um, Steve Carell when he pulled up in the office. Oh. As Michael Scott. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of when you said that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, all right. So my ne- my number two is my final Star Wars one. All right, it's from episode three, and uh, it's again the storyline. You know uh, that movie, the ups and downs, the, the from the beginning to the end, how much changes, and it sets it. It, it gets you know everything set for the original trilogy. Um, this is the fight on Mustafar between Anakin mm-hmm. and Obi Wan. All right, it's very intense. It's it's two you know a master and a, his former apprentice going back and forth. They both you know they both know each other so well, mm-hmm. tit for tat. It's like watching like just two like karate experts just going at yeah. it, and it's like it's so methodical and beautiful. And but the thing is, while that beautiful battle is going on, mm-hmm. there's a volcano's going off, and there's lava everywhere, and it's mm-hmm. shooting everywhere, and it just adds to the drama. So, um, Battle of the Heroes, I do prefer this one because of the the battle that encompasses it, and just the emotion that comes with uh, with with this with this one. So. A nice build up again. Yeah. Like I mean, just even that, just like opera, like you know. I, was gonna say, I feel like you it like a lot a, of. Uh, it's a nice touch to it. I feel like you like a lot of the opera stuff, like the the maybe, build, which is great. The build maybe not up so much stuff, opera, but like, cor- like chorus, like yeah, 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 uh, instrumentals, yeah. instrumentals. Yep. yep. I actually do. I, I, I've, I've sometimes now like words and stuff uh, will add it to a song, but I'm more of an instrumental guy. Like uh, at this point in my life, mm-hmm. where you know, there's times where I like listen to a song for a good story. Yep. But man, the instrumentals are what gets me going. Mm. I can. I cannot understand what the heck somebody's saying, but if the instrumentals are good, 
I'm 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 hooked. And I yeah. li- I listen to everything. Clearly, I listen to everything. But man, instrumentals are everything to me. Trust me, listening to a I remember I was listening to a Selena song, and I'm like, I don't know what she's saying, but it's got to be good. Yeah, like I won't know anything. She's or um, what's this song from um. I don't even know if it's in English. Have you seen Triple X with Vin Diesel? Uh, I've seen a couple of them. I so get, the, I've, Vin Diesel so the first, the first, the first scene, um, it's called it's by this band Ramenstein. I'm, Ramstein. I'm not, Ramstein. Is it that Duhast? I'm not sure. Do or is it like oh, Sandstorm? Like, Sandstorm. Is it's it called, called? Um, Fire Fire. So at the beginning of Triple X, I guess they're chasing this guy, and he goes into this concert where they're like this. These guys are performing. And it's like these flames going off. I don't know if he's singing. I don't. I forget if he's singing in English or whatever. Yeah. But like, I don't know what's going on. But that chorus said, "Oh, like that part was like, okay, that's dope." Like I said, I don't know what he's saying, but right. it sounds like it's something good for sure. For sure, it does. So no, yeah. When he, it just it adds extra emphasis that yep. this you know this is something big going on. Mm-hmm. So very good. That is uh, my number two. What do you got for your number one? Okay, number one. We're going back to our, uh, this is, I think this is 90, this might be 96, 97. Very, I'll explain the backstory of the song first. The reason I like the song is because it reminds me of a futuristic type of life thing with the lights like I told you about. It reminds yeah. me of a time as a kid, no care in the world. Um, like, you know how we're in this, how we got the LED lights going off? Mm-hmm. This is like, to me, the perfect scene, like, perfect scene for this song. Right. I listen to the song on a regular because it just... I skipped it for the first time the other day, and I was like, damn, why Why did I do that? Because it just never skips it. So this is my top one song. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm geeking out right now. This is awesome. This, this song is just... It's the beat. It's the beat, man. That that la 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 part, that right there, man. I started listening mostly to the. I remember 2008. I started listening to that song a lot. I think I was moving. I was going to middle school or something. Okay. And like it kind of defined my first ten weeks of middle school. I don't know why. But even now, like I said, with this scenery right here, oh, oh, if it was going faster pace too, it fit it perfectly. Man. Fit it perfectly. That's a good one. So that's that's my ten, my top ten songs of random. That's mind a you, great list. Dude. I probably could have done a hundred. I probably could have too. I was like, Ooh, what do I take out? What do yeah. I keep in? I, I did that the entire time of this. So awesome, awesome. My number one. You actually hummed it already. Uh, it, I'm a big football guy. And uh, there's one, there's so much great fo- music that's associated with football mm-hmm. intros, you know, TV, all that stuff. But um, for for me, there's just one, and it's uh, NFL primetime music. Um, it's the it. There's they're numbered. I'm not sure why they're numbered and not given names, but it's it's primetime number one, and uh, it's 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 tremendous. It's a really cool. Um, a song that gets me hyped up, and I when I know football's coming up, when I'm like, okay, it's it's time, I'll play mm-hmm. it on YouTube, blast a little bit. Yep. It gets me ready to watch football. Yep. It gets me in that mindset, which is so you know, it, it's 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 important when you you know you gotta you gotta get in the zone, yep. basically to watch it sometimes. So, uh, here we go. 
Can I turn your screen really quick? I want to tell you something when you stop playing it, too. I just I go you, through all the I emotions. I want you to look at the, look at the comments to that. Uh, so I want you to read one of the first comments on there. Is it the one about Chris Berman? Nope. Keep going. Shit really went down. Let's see. If Madden NFL had final boss music, it would be this. Let's see. Let me see. Let me see if I can. You commented on this, didn't you? I did. And it's actually one of the most. Let me see. NFL prime time. Show more replies. Let me see if I can find the. Uh, see how far it is. Okay, here it is, right here. Okay, go back up. Go all the way to the top. I'm at the tippy top. Okay, it says NFL had boss music. Look under that. Um, under that one. Like, click under the comment under that one? No, no, just, uh, like... Just scroll keep, down. Yeah, just keep scrolling. There's okay. the comment under it. Not the reply, but the comment under it. All right, the comment under it is... Um, the song was reserved for a big for the game of the week and for a big comeback. And there's a song that isn't complete without Chris Berman's voice on top okay, of it. Okay, keep going all the way back up to the top. There's okay. a picture of Michael Jordan, you'll see. Okay. Let's see. That's you. Bulls1224. Yes, sir. Nothing like hearing the song on ESPN on Monday mornings while getting dressed for school during the season. That is fucking crazy. 1.1 thousand likes and 20-something response. Seven years ago. Yep. This was meant to be. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Look, I still get a random email. Oh, so-and-so replied to your comment. I'm like, what? What yeah. are you talking about? That's crazy. Wow. Like, like like I said, it's so nice when you realize everybody thinks the same as you. It's comforting. It's like you don't you feel like you're not alone in a sense. Not that you might feel like, oh, so this is so but it's just like wow, other people feel the same way, you know? Yeah. No kidding, dude. Small world. Yep. Small but big world. Small but big world. That is it everybody we got through it our top 10 favorite random songs that we listen to regularly for quantum i thank you so much dude for coming on did you have a good time i had a great time i had a fantastic kind of mad like you're talking about okay guys that's top 10 like damn already man i know went by quick i could have probably went like three hours like easily but um that is it everybody make sure you go check out give them the drop your website your you got your new website um, and everything where people can contact you at i um as you uh, when you previously stepped away for our give bag, a little surprise bag, um, you can follow me on Instagram at Fave Sports Talks. Uh, Fave Sports Talk Designs. That's F A V Sports Talk Designs. Um, my new site will be dropping tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be fstdesigns.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Fave Sports Talk Designs. Facebook, Fave Sports Talk Designs. TikTok, Fave Sports Talk Designs. Um, 
that is it right there, man. Make sure you go check them out. If you want a poster, literally of anything, it doesn't have to be sports related, right? You can pretty much mm-hmm. do anything at this point. Yes, sir. Um, whether it be, you know, maybe a celebrity, a, a movie character, anything, yep. anything, TV character, whatever it may be. Anything but porn. I don't, got, <laughs> I don't know how they'll feel when I print it. They'd be like, sir, we can't print this. We can't print this. This is filth. I'll be like, You're going to have to invest in a printer eventually. This is, that's the thing. I told myself I had needed to, but what I'm going to do now is I'm going to use what I can and start it up like that. Good. You got to start somewhere. Once you, you know? get that on printer, dude, you're just like printing money. Yep. It's like printing money. So, um, But that is it, everybody. Thank you so much. Welcome to a brand new season of uh, of this show, and uh, we'll get you going. We got 15 more episodes at least to go through, and I am looking forward to it. Thanks so much for tuning in. On behalf of Faquan and I, do you even list?